Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sci-Fi Watcher, episode number 238, as we talk about Orville on this lovely Wednesday night. Corey Short over here. Brian Lee over there. Ryan, what's going on? Hey, Corey. Good to be doing this show live, you know? Well, how else would we be doing this? <laughs> as, the, as the episodes come out. Yes. Now that we have brand new ones, it's so nice to actually be talking about them as they air instead of like, well, you remember that episode from a year and a half ago? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was real good, wasn't it? Yeah. It's fresh, fresh in my mind. Yes, it is. And it was so good to actually be able to watch something brand new and talk about it with you. Let's get into this one. It's called Primal Urges, which is episode two from season two. Overall episode number 14, aired on January 3rd, 2019, with uh, Kevin Hooks as the writer and Wesley uh, Wellesley Wild as the director. So. So. A lot of sex in this episode. Well, you said they were sexing it up this season, and uh, this was, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Head scratcher from from almost like the first minute. I like the whole idea that they're looking at a planet that's going to be sucked in by a supernova. Yeah, it's kind of morbid, like uh, Gordon said, or sadistic to watch a, a planet just be absorbed by its sun, you know? Yeah, but there's, quote unquote, at this time, nobody living on the planet, so. Well, so they thought. Yeah, so there's no harm watching it. You can't stop it. You might as well just watch the, the watch the uh, decay of the planet, and you know, you know, get you know information from it for you know for for science. For science, we'll do it for science. Science. Um, I like I like the little back and forth between I, uh, Isaac and John, where you know Isaac says, you know, your son will not become a red giant or whatever for another five billion years. And then John's like, oh, there's going to be ladies still talking about me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing with Borders leaving early every day from his, his shift. Yeah. Yeah, that was just. It was fishy from the start, yeah. Fishy from the start, and then it really got weird. Yeah. Kind of like awkward. I'm like, well, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> right. And at, first I I mean, thought, and at first I thought it was going to be the same simulation every time. That would have got boring, right? Yeah, I, I think you had to amp it up, you know. And different numbers. I wrote all the numbers down. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so start off with campfire sex. Yeah, first one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just I. I'm watching the episode. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like I mean, they were they did it tastefully, I guess. No, at at first, they did it tastefully. Yeah, yeah, they start off tastefully. Let's just say it starts off tastefully. But still, I'm like, uh, you're married to Clyden. What's going on here? Yeah, is this technically cheating <laughs> if you're if you're having sex with a simulation? I don't know. Because it seems like Bordis is never in the mood to, to share the sexual event. And it's just like a married couple, you know? Mm-hmm. You never make time for me. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. Yeah. But it's so funny their 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 cadence for the way they talk. Just like you said, sexual event. I, I want to do our lovemaking session. You know, it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> we we get we get see Topa again in this one. Actually, has he has a he I guess has a speaking part. He does, yeah. But I do love what Bordas says. Remember, if you do not eat, you will die. Like, Jesus. Die. Very serious. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I love the the actor that's playing Bortus. I mean, the way he, he does it so straight faced, you know. And he's got the voice and the cadence, like you said. And it's just like 
He says the strangest things. You're just like, really? <laughs> I mean, he's doing like a wharf impression, you know? Yeah. I mean, pretty much. He's pretty, I mean, I mean, he is wharf. I mean, how else can you put this character? It's wharf. Yeah. Wharf with different, like, brows. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> okay, we're making a Klingon here, but he's not a Klingon. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, the, the second time he goes into the, uh, simulator it's it's a dungeon this time i wrote that one that one's prison sex mm-hmm. and and you could tell where that that one felt like a a movie you know yeah yeah yeah. what do i have to do to get out of here <laughs> i like how he says no i'm a virgin in that way <laughs> i was like what i am like this is very awkward watching this was very awkward i'm like I feel weird well i'm wondering about like all the kids that are watching this you know well, How do you explain this when you have a kid that's like into sci-fi? Well, that's the thing too. I mean, for the most part, the show is pretty tame. There was a little bit of sexual connotations in the first season, but but this one was like wait, there's like four simulations or five. I don't remember. I don't know. I haven't written down though. Yeah, I love it. If there is no other way, then I must do what you ask of me. And more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, right, no, right, right. No. <laughs> yeah. Of course, he gets back home and he ruins dinner, and he's too tired to share the sexual event. <laughs> yeah, like, Jesus Christ. I'm too tired for sex. Come on, yeah. And what about getting waking up and getting stabbed in the chest by Clyde? I I was like WTF right there. I'm thinking dream sequence at first. Oh really? At first, I'm like, oh, it's got to be a dream sequence or something like that. Maybe you thought he was just gonna wake up. After like his that? subconscious is like eating at him or something like that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's in the med bay. I'm like, oh, it's not a dream. It's not a dream. He what do you died. What do you think of the idea of that's how the race um, announces that they want to get a divorce by killing their partner? Um, it sounds like something that falls in line with that race. Very masculine, you know. I I like the idea behind it. They don't deal with their feelings. They're just like, nope, not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, the Lewis says, when a Mocklin wishes to end a marriage, he terminates the life of his mate. <laughs> it's kind of like the praying mantis, you know? Yeah. <laughs> when sex is done, that's it. But of course, while we got that going on the planet, they discover an underwater civilization. Uh-oh. Underwater? Yeah, it was an underwater civilization. The the water's starting to to evaporate now. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. It, it was underwater. That's why they didn't they couldn't detect it at first. Ah, okay. So, you wrote more down than I had. Yeah, because yeah, it was if it was because the surface didn't have anything, obviously. So they just thought the planet was uninhabited. Gotcha. Right. Which makes sense. That's why they were just watching it. Yeah. Which of course see like, okay, that's gonna have to play in with borders on some way, shape, or form. What do you think of the whole couples therapy thing? I, I just I think it was just there to make the awkwardness between Bordas and Clyden trying to figure out why they're doing this. Like, I mean, it made sense. They the the little things they came up with. Uh-huh. You make one hour a day for Clyden, and the fun list, whatever uh-huh. that is. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and of course, you know, Bordas can't keep up with that. He can't keep his promises. No. He's got a problem. The, right. But the fact that the, the Ed wants uh, Clyden to be dropped off at the next outpost and Bordas is like, no, he doesn't want him to leave. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have to resolve this. 
I mean, that's the whole thing. That's why they got to go to counseling. If you want to stay together, you got to do the counseling. What if the Federation or whatever said, no, 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 you're just going to have to let them die. <laughs> that's see, that brings the thing. I mean, the whole Klingon thing was like this. It's like, what do you do in that situation? The doctors, you know, her, her main job is to make sure people don't die. Yeah. So, yeah. That's did they have similar storylines in, in Star Trek? Yeah, they did. They've had similar stuff in Star Trek. And speaking of doctor, that's the, that's the next scenario he goes into. The 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 one with the doctor. Because he has a sore throat or something like that. And the doctor's just like, okay, take your clothes off. It's like, yeah, this is, this is weird. He's like, oh, I think I found the problem. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable watching this. It's like, what are you doing here? But, you know, he ended the simulation because he got bored. Mm-hmm. So, What do you think of that that uh, that that character, that lieutenant creature that he was talking to? Oh, that thing? Um, just shady looking, I yeah. guess. It was interesting. Kind of felt like a Star Wars type of thing. The fact he wasn't speaking English. It felt like mm-hmm. the, the language almost felt like something from Star Wars. Almost like Jabba the Hutt type of talk. Yeah, he, gotta have, he has like a Jabba the Hutt feel to him. Yeah. And the the thing in his mouth or whatever it is, it was yeah. like a hand too. He was like, I think he was using that. On he had four console. hands. He had four hands. Yeah, it was like a, slug. He had a little nubby hands down over here. Yeah, it's like a slug like creature esque thing. But I love, the, I love the fact that the only reason Bordas is talking to me because he can get him some simulations that you can't get elsewhere. I was thinking back in my head, you can't program simulations like these guys. You know, it probably takes a while. I don't know how. I mean. I don't know. I mean, how? I don't know. But yeah. I thought it was just interesting that this guy can get him what he wants. Yeah. Multiple partners. <laughs> the most sought after porn simulations in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, which I thought was interesting that this race is known for that. Yeah. So why is he on the ship then is what I was thinking. <laughs> Um, we find out that the, there's about there's 75 people down in that subterranean civilization. Mm-hmm. It's going to take like two or three trips to get them out of there with the shuttle because apparently they only have one shuttle. Yeah. Haven't you noticed that they never show multiple shuttles in there? <laughs> it's only one shuttle. <laughs> only one. So if they ever had to evacuate, then I, don't, I guess they're screwed. I hope they have escape pods or something. Yeah. Um, We also found out about, you know, Boris's acquired simulation having a virus on it mm-hmm. and do you think that was intentional like that lieutenant intentionally did it or that was from the person that made the simulation i think it's from the person that made the simulation because why would the why would somebody on the ship want to put a virus on the ship i seems like you know, he i mean it sounds like those malwares that you download yeah like, oh I thought it was something good. Oh, no. that, that's what I was thinking. You know, it's like, oh yeah. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna download this illegal thing. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, it's right. And because uh, he caused a lot of havoc with that. Yeah. You know? And of course, it helps with the storyline. And then there's that one scene that just seemed like it was there for no reason. The food replicator wasn't working. I guess they're trying to get a laugh out of the food replicator. No, no, no it was wasn't working because of the virus. Yeah, I just I don't know. I felt like that just felt weird. I don't. I, I guess it does make sense, but I was like, oh, okay. The poop pizza. They just want to say poop pizza. Yeah, I think. that's it. Yeah, that's okay. how many times you say <laughs> poop in an episode. Yes. Then we see the whole sim. We see the whole simulation of uh, the group thing going on there, which is it gets crazier each time he goes in. He wanted multiple Mocklins. 
Bingo. <laughs> and of course, Clyden walks in and bye bye. I'm out of here. Yeah, that's the end of that marriage. Back to counseling. I was thought he, I, I thought he would run back in with a knife or something. You know, I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, but yeah, apparently he's got a porn addiction, which. That's what it all was. I mean, it's funny how they do this futuristic episode, and it's, it's about porn addiction, which is, is is so odd to be bringing this up on on a sci fi show, you know. But if you think about it, and if you read the the uh, the the stuff online, you have a, a simulator that you can do anything in. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody the next generation they didn't do that with it, but you know, somebody's like, hmm, yeah, brown chicken, brown I mean, cow. You think, yeah, know? yeah. I mean, it, you can do anything with it. Why not? Of course. So this show's going to go where where no man has gone before. <laughs> Literally. No mocklin. <laughs> and then of course they try to stop the virus and they're in the room with it and the mocklins are like all over them and it's just like oh Jesus. Yeah. Like oh my god, stop it. Um I I love uh this is a different storyline but I love Dan's line, you know, his one line. Where he's like, the captain and I have the same birthday. Just out of nowhere. He's like, okay, Dan. Like, okay. And that's the end of Dan for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just enough Dan, just to get you going. Sweetness. <laughs> but I like the fact that because of the, the virus, the shuttle's gonna get hit with a lot of radiation. And guess what? Only two people could go on the shit on the on it. Of course, Isaac is obviously number one, but surprise, surprise, Bordis. I was wondering, could they could civilians not help out because couldn't Clyden also help? What? Well, well, he could go on the thing, but he couldn't fly it. Yeah, I guess not. You're right. I mean, he's he's a civilian by all, all accounts. Yeah, they only have time. To, that. Of course, they only have time to make one trip, so they go there. So you got to pick thirty out of your seventy-five people. Who's going? Mm-hmm. I think the lottery method was fine, but for some reason Isaac didn't agree. He wanted all the smart people to get off the off the uh, planet. You know? Yeah, but he, he he's thinking logically, not you know, yeah, 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 not fairly. But of course, I mean, surprise, surprise, the prime minister, her husband and child go, but she stays behind. Yeah, that's kind of sad. But yeah, but you knew that it makes I, sense. But yeah, obviously, you know that's you know where that's going to take you when that happens. Like, oh yeah, it makes sense. Hmm. Um, I was going to ask about this. I wrote this down when Isaac was asking, talking to Bordis about his whole porn addiction problem. And then he went to like a soliloquy about his feelings and stuff. Did you get all that? No. Did you go, did it go over your head too? Yeah. It went right over my head. I'm like, what? I'm looking at the well, something about a feeling and something about death. And I was like, mm, I don't know what you're talking about there. Yeah. I just like, all right. Yeah. Okay. Was he talking about, Never mind. I don't know. I have no clue. I couldn't even guess. What do you think of the whole thing at the end? Isaac Jace basically initiated a counter virus. I was like, mm. it was too easy. Yeah, felt like okay, we're running out of time. Here, here's our quick, quick wait, quick fix. It's our MacGuffin. Yeah, yeah. I noticed in this episode, I didn't see it before, but they were their communicators are in their left cuffs. Okay. Do you know that something new? I don't remember from any other episodes where when they talk to someone else on the ship. They were like they touched their like their like their left wrist on their uniform to actually mm-hmm. communicate. I don't remember seeing that before. I didn't. Yeah, I don't recall. You know, it's like how can you do Star Trek without doing Star Trek? Um, you mean know, like a flip communicator? You wanted to see one of those? No, no, I'm talking TNG where they touch their chests, so they they, oh, they touch their oh, cuff. Oh, 
Oh, maybe it's a thing where they don't get sued. Yeah. Um, that's it. I mean, I, we talked about it before, but this episode was actually filmed for last season. It was actually production code for episode 12 of the last season. Right. And we were talking before the show that they had to film a couple of scenes just to make it con- make continuity make sense. So Yeah, nothing felt out of place. The only thing that felt weird was that new lieutenant wasn't in this episode. I'm like, where is she at? There's another yeah. woman sitting there. There was another woman sitting on the bridge. And I just thought maybe, oh, maybe she's sitting somewhere else but, right now. But to me, it's the second episode of the season. She should be in it. It's like, yeah, it, it felt a little weird unless something had happened to her. But like, eh. it would cost too much to film that, you know? Yeah. Just film her up in the bridge. Cause they say like when they're filming the bridge, it takes hours to do all the, all the takes and stuff. Oh, I, I believe it. Got to move the cameras around because you can't just have the cameras all sitting there at once. Um, yeah, it's a side note here. Remember that episode last season where Gordon had the missing leg? They said he got hurt from that from having to jump around and hop around. Yeah, got, like injured because it took so long. So. Mm. I believe it. Yeah. So what'd you think of this one? I mean, we came off of last week's sleeper episode. I mean, it was a yawner. I th- I think this was way better. Uh I mean it it upped the excitement a little bit. The the sex stuff was, you know, I don't know. I I dealt with it, but you know. I yeah. would have liked to see more action than that. I agree. It wasn't funny. There wasn't much humor in this one. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but usually there's that you, you get those hokey jokes coming at you. There was nothing really But if they didn't use it last season, there must have been a reason. You know, like it wasn't white quite right, you know. Maybe. Usually is the reason why they don't put it in there. Or, or yeah, or or Fox cut the season countdown or something. I mean, I don't know. I think they should have started the season with this episode. Oh, instead of what we saw. Yeah, put the lieutenant. Have the second episode with the lieutenant in it. You know, just okay, okay. She's not there now. She is there. I don't know because they they wanted to join season one and season two, and that one we saw was made more sense, I guess, because it. I don't. There was a cliffhanger at the end of season one about Kelly and Ed, oh, that's so. true. That's true. Yeah, you got to bridge those two. That's true. And this episode was a Bordas centric one, and we had Bordas as part of the story last week. He was getting a lot of Bordas this season. I think he's a popular character. Oh, I like him. Yeah, he's funny for a straight man. <laughs> you should see the actor. The actor that actually plays him is pretty funny in real life too. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good episode. Probably not the best and not the worst, but I do like I like the science fiction part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the thing. If there's not enough science fiction, I kind of lose interest in it. Yeah, the the simulation stuff, which makes sense. Why don't you have sex in the simulator? <laughs> Come on, makes total sense. I mean, seriously, in the in the real world, Seth MacFarlane universe, everyone's having sex in the simulator. Pretty much, yeah. Yes. So this one was totally sexed out, and it was a good episode. Not not a great, but a good episode, and. I can't wait for the next episode to come out on Thursday, tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, I'm tomorrow. excited too. Yeah, tomorrow. Home. Home, I think, is what it's called. Uh, let me scan. It's home, yes. So, yes, that'll be that'll be next episode. We will talk about it next week on the show. And I want to thank Brian for being here. Brian, where can we find you online? You can find me on Instagram or Twitter, Brian says. You can find us over at sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. 
Catch us here three nights a week on Tuesday. We have our full blown episodes, which this week we'll be talking. We just talked about 2018 in review. Next week, we're talking about Capricorn One, which is one of my favorite films. And also Wednesdays, of course, right here, we do the, the Orville. And Thursdays, we do catch up on Rick and Morty. So make sure you check those out. And if you want to email us, you can always email us, sci-fi-watcher at sayproductions.com or leave us a voicemail at 774-327-2948, 774-32-SAY-IT. And catch us live Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 midnight UTC over at sayproductions.com slash YouTube. I want to thank everyone out there for downloading this episode. Until next time, hope you all have a good one.